morning and welcome to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, 88 on the internet, wherever you are. You are listening to The Breakfast Show and you're joined by myself, Lawson, and my amazing co-host, Monica. How's it going? Good morning. Dude, I am doing well. You know, Excited for it to be Friday. I just slept yesterday. Oh. And it was, it was a good time. Recovered. So, so, yeah, just truly just getting it done. Recovered I, from your essay. Absolutely. Yeah. How about yourself? What, what did you get up to yesterday? I, uh, I did work, Lawson. I did work and then I did uh, also a lot of sleeping, to be honest. <laughs> I'm so ready for it to be Sabbath tomorrow. And praise the Lord for the day of rest. Yeah. A weekly day of rest. Like... Why wouldn't you serve a God that gives you a day of rest? Absolutely, every week? you get a public holiday every week. Yeah, um, I'm also looking forward to. I got invited to like a breakfast for people who have been a part of the creative team at my university. Oh, nice! So free brekkie, a free brekkie. I did like one thing. I made a video for Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, and, the, I saw and then that. they're like, "Oh yeah, you can come and eat breakfast." How are you getting free? a free breakfast today and uh, yesterday? Because you've been so, eating my food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm eating it right now, actually. So free breakfast for like the whole week, dude, almost. Th- you know, this is the thing. I'm like, I'm like pretty poor. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm like a uni student right now, and and so you know, I'm 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 in a poor, a very poor season of my life. But God provides. <laughs> Amen. I'm, I'm chilling, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm kicking goals. Even know. though you've been doing the breakfast show for years, and surely you'd know by now to have breakfast. <laughs> well, I come. always do it after. Like, I, I've never... So I have, you have brunch. I have never eaten breakfast before the breakfast show. Yeah. I've eaten breakfast Except during the breakfast show. Except when I bring show. it and you scare my breakfast, breakfast You're clearly hungry show. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just woke up. I'm like, yeah. heaps hungry. Because <laughs> I don't eat that much for dinner either. Like yeah, I, I, skipping dinner's great. I rarely eat dinner, and so I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. But then I'm like, I'll leave it till after or, you know, or during the show, you know, at some point I might do it. But, hey, I'm getting my feed. I'm getting my feed. I'm getting looked after. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Welcome back to Faith FM to The Breakfast Show, where we eat each other's cereal. And it tastes no. really good. I, I you eat my cereal. Oh, oh okay. okay, fair enough. Where well, th- this is an accusation. I are you saying that? Yes, one hundred percent. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, you'd probably <laughs> be, be right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever brought no, any food into no, that you I've shared with anyone. So, <laughs> so yeah, that seems to be the case. You know what? It's not that. Then I'm just someone who only takes. I'm just blessed. <laughs> You're listening to the Black F- Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. And so you funny. are going to give us another clue for the quiz, Monica. The first clue for our quiz this morning. We're doing a Who Am I quiz. And guess what, folks? Today is the last chance that you have to get into our prize draw because it is happening today. Mm-hmm. At the end of the show, we'll be drawing the winner. Uh, it is a double prize. It is the Jigsaw Puzzle, Jesus at the Helm, and uh, a combo with the uh, music DVD from the Mountain View Academy Singers. Mm. Definitely want to get in with a chance to win this. Just tell us who this person is. The King of Jera sought me out to make a treaty with me that I would do him and his people no harm. Oh. Yeah, 0491064669 is the number to call or text. The king of Gerar sought me out to make a tree with me that I would do him and his people no harm. Tell us which Bible character that is and we'll stick your name in the jaw. Yeah, give Don't us a call. Don't forget, on Monday, 
of course. A huge, a huge prize we're giving mm-hmm. away. On top of the quiz, I think, we're also doing a giveaway yep. on Monday. We are giving away a uh, family pass, a uh, four tickets to see Colin Buchanan live on the 4th of June here at the Walls End uh, Assembly Adventist Church in the Newcastle region. So if you're uh, local or willing to become a local momentarily, uh, oh. you can get yourself uh, potentially four tickets to see Colin Buchanan live uh, as he does his Australia-wide tour. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're listening on Monday for that prize. I don't know how we're going to do the giveaway, but we will be doing a giveaway then. Yeah, and according to yesterday's show, for some reason, I said that my house is open <laughs> uh, to you know to come over and you can learn how to ride motorbikes and go to this concert. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a whole deal. It's yeah. like a it's like a whole experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to pay for you to travel here though, uh, but yeah, we, we will give you these tickets. So zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. That's the number to get in for the quiz as well if you know the answer to that too but be tuned stay tuned tune in on monday where we're going to be having that awesome interview with colin buchanan now monica yeah what is the news that is potentially good or bad okay so this has popped up on my good news feed right Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that sounds interesting i've clicked it and i've read it and i just gotta say i would like to go on record saying that i think this is a really sketchy idea I love this. Basically, scientists have discovered that gigatons of carbon could be captured in offshore underwater volcanoes. Uh-huh. Basically, they're claiming it's going to be a boon for the climate. So a new study concludes that an extinct volcano off the shore of Portugal. Have you been to Portugal? I've been to Portugal. Have you been to Portugal? No, I haven't. Oh, you are missing out. Of all the c- countries in Western Europe, Portugal is one of my favorites. So this extinct volcano off the shore of Portugal could uh-huh. store as much as 1.2 to 8.6 gigatons of carbon dioxide, is which is the lot. equivalent to 24 between 24 and 125 years of the country's industrial emissions. Mm. So doing so would rely on a method known as in situ mineral carbonization. Okay. Which works, uh, they basically take the CO2, uh, it's taken from the air, and it's pumped deep underground, right? Mm. So once in the bowels of the extinct volcano, so there's calcium, magnesium, and iron, they react to the incoming carbon dioxide to form calcite, dolomite, and magnesite, mm-hmm. basically trapping the CO2 forever in a rocky prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they wanted, they're thinking of doing this in the Fontanelles volcano, which mm. is 60 miles off the coast of Portugal. Uh, and they reckon it presents several advantages. First of all, the mountainous structure of the volcano could make drilling into it easy relative to other in-situ mineral carbonisation mm-hmm. drilling projects. Sure. Uh, second, they say the volcanic balsat tends to contain high percentages of iron, magnesium, calcium. And thirdly, it's near at hand to the shore and doesn't take up any land space in the country. Mm-hmm. So the geologist, at uh, the, the guy, his name is Ricardo Pereira. He's a geologist at the Nova Nova School of Science and Technology. He's one of the co-authors of this study. He says, Mm. we know that most countries, including Portugal, are making efforts to decarbonize the economy and our human activities. This is a message that may be one of the instruments to solve the problem. Utilizing existing data on dredging up, dredging and drilling done by seismologists and scientists working in oil exploration, Mm. the joint American-Portuguese team of scientists publishing for the Geological Society of America found that the rocks in these particular volcanoes contain high level of carbonates, indicating that the processes of in-situ carbonisation were 
already occurring naturally, they reckon, mm-hmm. right? And furthermore, the rocks, the rocks that were dredged up were 40% porous, meaning a high amount of space exists for the injection of the CO2. So it's like mm. almost half. Uh, and the author suggests that th- there are likely other undersea volcanoes that countries could use as CO2 landfills. That is sketchy. I, I just want to go on record and say I think this is a really dumb idea. <laughs> so you <laughs> capture the CO2 <laughs> and you pump it into, into a dormant volcano. volcano. Oh, I, that sounds really dumb, right? It sounds terrible. <laughs> I, well, I mean, okay, it doesn't sound that bad. It sounds bad if it goes wrong. That's that's Which, the big but problem. But humans, of course, it's gonna go wrong, Lawson. I think I think the world is pretty scarred after BP in 2010 with messing yeah. with the ocean, uh-huh. you know, oil drilling and and well, I mean, we still do it, but yeah. it's it's <laughs> like stopped us. Yeah, yeah. But essentially, we can see wow, well, we can ruin the environment. They claim so that it's occurring naturally. My point is, like, first of all, pumping anything, anything that humans have done wrong into the ocean as a means to get rid of it, first of all, just seems like a bad idea. I'd like to know what the effects is on, like, the marine life around this sure. dormant volcano. And secondly, like, it's a volcano. Dormant or not dormant, do you really want to be stuffing something into a volcano that is known to erupt and explode? Like, what if the, what if this dormant volcano goes, do you know what? I don't like this. I'm going to erupt. And then... It, and then you have a bigger problem and, than yeah, ever. You, it has more carbon in it yeah. than before. Yeah. So I then, feel like they're poking the wrong dragon here. Yeah, yeah, this is this is wild. But then simultaneously, I think of like, okay, so we found a solution in the ocean. You know, they said this in the 1970s and 80s. Guys, we found a solution for waste in the ocean. It's called putting our rubbish in it. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. that has resulted in the you know the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, which exactly. is a huge island that floats around and traps every it just kills everything that goes near it. So I I agree with you Monica. I am yeah, I'm all for you know creative solutions to deal with certain you know environmental yeah. problems. Yeah. But this sounds like just making a problem actually worse. Yeah, and I'm I'm open to being corrected. If you're a geologist or a scientist, hey, chime on in, give us a text or a call 0491064669 and tell us what you think about this. Mm-hmm. I, I the, look at this. Um, these are like those underwater scans. Yeah. That's like that's a look at the size of that volcano. That's Can you huge. imagine that popping? Like a giant underwater pimple, like that would just be <laughs> that would be a mess, right? And the, the thing is, the thing is, we were just talking to Dr. John Ashton yesterday, mm. who is a scientist, mm-hmm. and he was saying one of the best things you could do for the planet is just stop eating animals oh. or animal byproducts. You reduce your car, your personal, Absolutely. individual carbon footprint by seventy three percent if you just stop stuffing animals in your mouth, and then you can drive the fastest cars you want. And then you can leave the volcanoes alone. Yeah, you can you can do whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. just no, but absolutely, yeah. We we have steps that we can take before pumping a volcano full, full of, of carbon. carbon. That's so crazy. Why do people think this? So is where crazy? where can we do this in Australia? That's that's no, my question. Let's like, not do this at all. Where's this volcano? Hopefully, it's closer to New Zealand than Australia. And they can deal with the problem. I think it'd be better if we shut down Maccas than pump stations. <laughs> Just shut down Maccas in Oz. Get rid of Maccas. No, 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 no. They just need to make the pivot. Yeah, Vegetarian. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what? Hundred percent. They've got so much money behind them. They could easily be one of the forerunners on providing vegan alternatives. They've got so much money. They could do the research. They could do the product. You know, um, 
uh, checking and stuff like that. But this is if development. you if you haven't noticed, Mac's strategy is to do the opposite of that. Yeah, to be the bastions of. Well, sometimes not- sometimes they do. Remember that um, Super Size Me documentary that came out yeah. where that guy ate nothing but Mac's for a month and almost died. Yeah. So when that came out, they quickly developed a vegetarian vegan menu and produced that at record speed, and it was delicious. But then once the hype died down everyone forgot the documentary so did the menu from yeah. Macca's the healthy version yeah, yeah absolutely so unfortunately a multinational corporation isn't going to help us uh, it, <laughs> shame on them shame on them shame shame <laughs> hey let us know what you think 0491 you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different are listening to the breakfast show here on Faith FM, and we are going to have another clue for the quiz. Who am I? I was forty years old when I married the daughter of Bethuel, the Armenian from Padan Haram. Amazing! Yeah, I love that. All mm-hmm. those names. We're we're really honing in on this person. Yeah, just yeah. Given you know, who they're married to, where they're from, you know, how old they were when they got married. That's right. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Uh, text or call if you think you know who that is, and you could be winning a prize today. Mm, absolutely. Hey, just got a <clears throat> uh, text message from David. He said, that's why I won't go to Macca's. No vegan options, but I like HJ's. They have the Red Bull Burger. Um, I don't know what this word is, just you know, cheese, uh, vegan mayo. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can change things. Yeah, I do that all the time, dude. I love going to Jackers, bro. It's, it's so good, like being on the know. road, hitting up Hungry Jacks. It's it, like, this is my thing. It's not that good. Like it's 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 at the end of the day, it's a fast food burger. But it's something. It's something you can eat. But this is the thing: the rebel. I find the rebel whopper, the vegan whopper from um, burger from Hungry Jacks, to sit really heavy in the stomach. Like it's, mm. it feels like a cement blob. If you go to Rascals and get their vegan burger, that thing is succulent and juicy oh. and light, and you don't feel like you've eaten a, a cement slab. I, Monica, I one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. But there's no rascals on the freeway. <laughs> that's, that's like when I that's eat true. Hungry Jacks. Is like I, I, I'd gone up and down the freeway a couple of times, went up to Byron, went up to Coffs Harbour, went up to Kingscliff, and the Hungry Jacks in Coffs Harbour served me well. Like, just, you know, it, 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 did, it really did it for me. So shout out Hungry Jacks. And admittedly, rascals is twice the price, but yeah, it's absolutely. worth it. It's worth but it. But I go, so I go to Grilled. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. get um, the, they have the, Impossible patty there, uh-huh. and I get the Garden Goodness Burger, which is the one with avocado on it. It's oh. amazing. Okay, yeah. But then I get two patties, <laughs> and and I think the Impossible Burger is the one where they pump um beetroot, the, beetroot the, juice, yeah, beetroot juice into it, so it is like juicy. Mm-hmm. And dude, that thing is so tall, but I like <laughs> compact it with my hands, <laughs> and, so like, ah! and, and uh, yeah. So this is actively contributing to my oh. future hypertension, uh, but. You know, <laughs> It's, it's, it's not it's, nearly as much as a real dead cow. Would, yeah, that's yeah. right. It's uh, it's doing me well. It's it's a good time. Hey, you're listening to the breakfast show, and I have a story to share with you this morning. And the headline of this article it was Christian teacher banned from profession for not using pupil, pupils' preferred pronouns. And actually, when I read this title initially, I was a little bit turned off from talking about it because whilst. You know, we can talk about, oh, it's it's ridiculous, you know, Mm -hmm. some of the agenda that's being pushed and whatnot. I could totally foresee a situation in which, like, someone is a teacher and they're, like, intentionally not 
using someone's preferred pronouns in an environment where they're supposed to, and then they've lost their job, and then they're like, oh, they're just attacking me because I'm Christian. Like, they're, you know, I, I don't know why I felt like that that way when I read the 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 title of the article immediately initially, but then I was like, oh, I'll give it a read and see what's up. And I read this article and I was absolutely shocked. Oh. I was dumbfounded. I was like, are you serious? So this story comes out of the UK and it's about Joshua Sutcliffe, who is a teacher there. And he has been um, found guilty of unprofessional conduct and bringing the profession into disrepute uh, by the Teaching Regulation Authority after he failed to use the biolog- a biological female's pupil's preferred pronouns of he, him. So I'm like, okay, they've, they've used the wrong pronouns mm-hmm. and they're being suspended for it. Again, my question still looms. It's like, oh, are they like doing this intentionally to try to take some stand and then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but then, so this is, this is the incident. In question, this is this is how it happened. Uh, this happened in 2017. He was working at the Cherwell Secondary School, and he was dismissed for misgendering a child because he said to a group of girls, "Well done, girls!" After a math lesson, so they were doing they they completed all their work, and he's like, "Well done, girls!" And th- one of the students reported him to. That what? And so, and when Sutcliffe found out, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Like, he apologized immediately. But because of the report, an investigation was then done on his behavior. Uh, and initially, uh, he took legal action against the school, uh, and his case was settled out of court. But then that's where the, the TRA comes in, like the teaching authority who decides who's allowed to be a teacher or not. They did its own investigation and they found that it was more probable than not that he had failed to use a child's preferred pronouns on a number of occasions. Ugh. Now, the question is, how did they come to that conclusion? Yeah. Did they interview all the children? Mm-hmm. Because, again, all that we know about Sutcliffe is that he had misgendered one child by referring to a group Group. of children as girls. And again, this is a biological female who is identifying as a male and there is no standard on, okay, well, if they, you know, use their pronouns, they have to, you know, look a certain way. There's even, it could even be difficult. It doesn't even explain whether this person expressed that they wanted to be called by those pronouns Mm -hmm. before um, they had been, misgendered by the teacher. So we don't have any of that information. But again, he's referring to a group of females. He calls them girls. And one of them isn't a girl and then complains. And uh, he gets dismissed, settles out of court. The, you know, the TRA comes in. So they start doing this investigation. Um, and they find, and the panel ultimately rules that he had failed to treat a pupil with dignity and respect. Again, relating to the incident, but, a, but they had built a case that he had a history of this. Now, what, how did they build this case? What did they refer to to be able to build this case? Now, the TRA uh, came to this conclusion because of comments he made about same-sex marriage, masculinity, and Islam during questions at Christian Union meetings and online. So Christian Union is like student clubs and teacher clubs 
for Christians. You don't have to be a part of them if you're not a Christian. It's specifically for Christians. And they went and trawled through, like, oh, was this meeting recorded? Oh, what did this person say? Da 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 da. To find where he was saying things at this meeting to come to a conclusion on this. So um, he had put a video up on YouTube mm-hmm. teaching the Bible, mm-hmm. a Bible study. And he had shared in this video that Muslims have a false understanding of God and that Muhammad is a false prophet. Okay. Which I, I just want to put the question out there. 0491 um, Do you think that is a, an unfair thing? You know, is, do you think that's a wrong thing to do? Do you think like, do you think it's, uh, yeah, do you think it's evil or do you think it's, it's dismissal worthy that he says it in his own personal YouTube video? Te- while teaching the Bible, I think that Muhammad is a false prophet. I know that there's something that I would say. And so, man, if I was in this position, I would, I'd get done. Continue, uh, going on from that, um, in 2019, uh, he had disagreed. And again, in a Christian union meeting, he had disagreed with gay marriage. Um, and like, again, this is in a Bible study, yeah. in a Christian union yeah. meeting, where they're teaching from the Bible. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't believe in gay marriage according to what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't say, I sh- what he doesn't say, this is very important, what he doesn't say is we should take away the rights of gay people. What he doesn't say is, oh, they shouldn't be allowed to civilly get married, da-da-da. He's like, from a biblical, biblical perspective, perspective yeah. I don't believe in the concept of gay marriage. Which again, like, because of my religious opinions and practices, for my question was, did this have an effect on his teaching? Obviously not, because no student had a cl- had um, complained that he had made such comments in the classroom. Right. So it was because of these videos. Um, going back all the way to, you know, 2019, 2018, he even got done for sharing a video on his Facebook from Prague U, which is essentially just like a conservative video forum where they put up stuff about like masculinity and all that stuff. He had shared it on Facebook. And so this, this is, this, this is the foundations, the building blocks of their case that he had said on, in, on Facebook um, and in Christian, you know, Bible studies, like <laughs> in not a secular forum, essentially that, oh yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, Islam's a good religion. I don't think, you know, I don't believe personally believe in gay marriage and I believe in masculinity. And that was enough for the teacher, this, this teacher's authority to ban him from teaching completely, indefinitely. Their agenda is so clear. That is You can't even insane. share something in your past without it affecting your future career. They're trying to block people sharing that kind of stuff. And, and dude, this isn't blackface. This isn't like, this isn't some crazy, like, oh, he would, went on a racist tirade when he was 15. Right. Mm. This is something that I would do. Yeah. This is something that you, this is 100%. something that, like, oh, yeah, I'm at a Bible study and I'm sharing my opinions on gay marriage according to what the Bible says, mm-hmm. or my opinions about Islam in a Christian forum with Christians, or say here on Faith FM, that's our content, that's what we do. And, but he was a banned from teaching. And again, what was the catalyst for this? One incident in 2017, very cool a group of females, girls, and he didn't know that one of them was re- would refer to themselves as he, him pronouns. Yeah, he's being targeted. He is being massively targeted. Now, thankfully, a Christian organ- legal organization, a Christian legal center in the UK is helping him with his appeal, and we'll see where this goes. But 
What? This is insane. This is, I don't think any other teacher from any other background has been subjected to something like this in the last 30 years, but it's happening to Christians and that's wild. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM and Monica, you're going to give us another clue for the quiz. Who am I? I had a taste for wild game. Mm. This person was not vegan. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I had a taste for wild game. Who was that? Give us a call. Give us a text, and get yourself into today's prize draw for the uh, double set, the jigsaw puzzle, and the um, music DVD. Mm, absolutely. Oh, guys, we are going to do a number of things. I got a text message here. We got some love coming through for some some vegan food in various places. Some some yummy burgers and whatnot. I'm just making me hungry. Mm-hmm. I already ate breakfast and I'm going to a free breakfast after this, but I'm just, I'm interested in a potential. Another stuff. one? Yeah, yeah. You just ate like a whole, a trough of cereal. Yeah. I said in the intro segment, I said, oh, people I want thought to that do... was like yesterday. No, no, no. It's today. <laughs> Dude, this is, this is awesome. Hey, we are, we are getting it done here on Faith FM, but right now we have with us the one and the only Justin Lawman to talk about all things prophecy and politics. Are you there with us, Justin? I'm here, Lawson. Oh, hey. How are you going, mate? I'm, I'm killing it. I'm, no, I'm living it. I'm living my best life. <laughs> uh, you know, just getting it done. You're different killing to living, I've got to say, Lawson. You, you know? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta check my words. You know, sometimes I, <laughs> I, 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 I think I construe ideas that I'm not necessarily trying to get across with just, just, just language that, um, you know, might be a little bit, bit too out there. But hey, no, we are super glad to have you on the show this morning. Joining us from all the way, you know, down, what area do you live in? It's like, would it be considered like South Central New South Wales? It's the Snowy Mountains. It's ah, officially okay. called the Snowy Valley Council mm. where I live. Mm-hmm. So just outside the town of Batlow. Oh, amazing. Where they grow beautiful apples. And um, yeah, it's been pretty cold this week. Mm. Oh, amazing. Hey, I was well here in Newcastle as well it's been cold it's kind of it's we've surpassed the peak you know we've gone over and uh now it's absolutely freezing like but freezing here in Newcastle is getting down to like eight degrees at night but down in Batlow I've got to imagine it's probably hitting uh it's probably hitting less than that it's probably down at zero now minus minus four four. we had I think this week yeah so good frost Everything lasts longer in the fridge, mm. so you know, cold, cold good. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, and if you run out of space in the fridge, you know you got a yeah your uh, your front lawn, which you can chuck yeah, some stuff put on. Put her outside. <laughs> put her outside. That's amazing. Now, Justin, we're we're considering all things politics and prophecy, and I'm just wondering if you had seen recently. So Joe Biden was planning to come over here to Australia, planning to go to P and G as well. And he actually has cancelled his trip. He's going to the G7 summit in Tokyo, but afterwards he's cancelled his trip to go back to the US to raise the the debt ceiling. Yeah, well, try to get Congress to pass the debt ceiling, mm-hmm. which they have already done. They mm. have passed a bill, but it took 120 billion or something mm-hmm. off 
what Joe wants. And, um, yeah, it's a bit of a dogfight and it's going to be, it's power politics here. Mm. There's who's going to blink, uh, all the terms you'll say you're killing it. We call it a Mexican standoff. I'm not sure why we pick on Mexico for standoffs, but, <laughs> um, it's, it's a Mexican standoff. Who's going to blink first? Because America is, you know, in, in a month, they have to borrow, uh, billions of dollars. Uh, the exact figure, it's four or five billion a month. They, they just to function as a government. Wow. And, the tax that they take in doesn't cover. If it was you and I, Lawson, we would have to live off the credit card just to have our our lifestyle that we're currently living in. You know that's not sustainable, mate. It's mm. just so the Republican side of politics had they had the biggest showdown they've ever had in their history for the Speaker being appointed, mm. and what what the Democrats call mega or MAGA, Make mm. America Great Again Republicans, mm. there was about six guys because the, the the balance of power is so close. Mm. There's only three or four votes in it. They were – they said, you're going to do what we want or we will not put you in, and, and that's what's happening. Wow. And the one thing they have had an obsession with, which I agree with, live within your means. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's like the advice of almost, well, I know it was the advice of my parents and every, <laughs> every be. like year eight, you know, you get in- introduced to the idea of economics in geography or science. Uh, I think, yeah, it'd be history or geography. They like start to teach you about economics. They're like, live within your means. Like that's pretty straightforward. There's such big things at stake, but because the the reason America can print and still have such a strong dollar, they print money, they yeah, fabricate absolutely. it, is because it's the reserve currency of the world. Mm. So when they trade in oil, when you, when Australia buys oil from Singapore, it's all done in US dollars, and they that that reserve currency status, which they took from the British after the mm. Second World War, used to be the English pound. The English are in a complete mess these days mm. economically. So America is on the verge of losing that status. China, Russia, the, the Brits, they call it, the, the, um, the Indians, the, the Saudis are mm. all getting together to try and avoid U.S. currency. So they're doing this so they can maintain their reserve currency status, the, the Republican side. But the Democratic side, know that they're already got an economic mess over there mm. and the likelihood of them winning an election when the economy is in the tank and it's in the tank in the US much worse than Australia. Uh they are they're panicking about that. So we're gonna see who's gonna win, Lawson. Absolutely. We will. And the outcome of which, man, this is this is really um America's economy hanging in the balance. Yeah, and remember, Bible prophecy tells us that uh, the the last superpower on earth is the United States. Mm -hmm, mm. Revelation 13, the second, the lamb-like beast that speaks like a dragon. Mm. Uh, A a guy named J.N. Andrews in the 1860s identified that as the United States. Yeah, absolutely. It's Mm. truer today than when he did it, so you know he got it right. Mm. Their role 
is I believe, and this is my interpretation, listeners, mm. you can do what you like, but this is my interpretation of what's going to happen, is the right wing of politics is going to become ascendant mm. and dominant, and that's going to turn America is going to attempt to legislate God back into their society. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're looking for, an ascendant right. Mm-hmm. And it's at the moment, because Biden represents secular, that, that, that uh, religion's out of politics and, and God mm-hmm. doesn't get a look in on his side, mm-hmm. that side of politics. It's ascendant today. But there's a lot of social things, there's a lot of economic things that are mm. actually, mm. it looks like it's about to flip to me. And that's not a great thing necessarily. Mm. Absolutely. Well, this is the thing we know from history, uh, whenever any uh, religion or worship of any kind is legislated, it always leads to persecution. And it doesn't matter how noble your intentions are. It, it, it doesn't matter how good you believe your religion to be. People will be persecuted. Uh, it, yeah. it, it, it leads to authoritarianism. And so, but we're seeing, I guess you could say a, a bed in which that could take place. If, if a controversy happens in the United States over the economy, which it's gearing up to be. And if those kinds of people get, into power and furthermore seen as a people who have the ability to solve these problems through this legislation, then yeah, I think it's just, well, well, it's, it's even on a a smaller scale. When you look at this same battle happen with the, the Bud Light, the Bud White. Oh yeah. Here with where they used a transgender activist and, and everyone reacted that today is still the sales are down 26%. Mm. And here we are a month later, longer. And now Target in the US had a whole display for Pride Month. June is Pride Month for the, yeah. the Alphabet team. Mm-hmm. And that already Target has taken those displays down in the southern states because mm. of the reaction of the customer where they say, we're not going to spend money with you if you're promoting this sort of uh, agenda and and lifestyle. So there's an economic pushback happening on a lower level down than even governments mm. and society has gone so far left mm-hmm. where we're having even in Australia now they're having these trans book readings for children. Mm-hmm. It's an indoctrination of children. Lawson, I, I, I know what's coming with the right and everything, but I still I'm voting that way. I'm not gonna I, I can't stand what the left is doing, particularly to children. Yeah. So I understand. In fact, I'm cheering them on. But what we know, it's going to go too far. Yep. And God, he, he respects our choices. He never forces us mm. to do stuff. And governments can't do the same. Yeah, absolutely. I think that what the United States is now experiencing in terms of, you could say, a quote-unquote you know, uh, backlash when people are trying to take those steps. Australia is pushing more and more down that 
direction and I, I believe we're probably rather on a precipice of backlash or the precipice of just you know total acceptance of something like that uh it'll it'll go either way we'll see uh because in, here in australia we don't have that influence of christianity um no. or, or of that morality. you know it's far more secular but where did you grow up lawson where did I grow up? I grew up here in Newcastle, but I grew up in a, you know, secular Christian, uh, sorry, a secular Australian family. So non-religious at all. And, but simultaneously, I can then tell from the reaction to, of a lot of my family to this is that they're not pleased with it either, you know, even if they're not Christian. So it's a, it's an interesting space to be in. Yeah. And I, in, in, in all honesty, I think, a freedom-loving, secular society is a great place to live. I don't mm. want to enforce Jesus on people. Oh, I want people to yeah. make their own choice. I don't want to put that. I don't want to make you live the way I live. That's mm. your free right and choice. But the left has so lost their mind and gone so dictatorial and indoctrinating through the public sphere, you can see the reactions coming. That mm. this think this through, guys. Like the the last uh, Democratic House that held the lower house in the U.S., they banned certain individuals from the Republican side sitting on committees mm-hmm. that had never happened in American history. Wow! So now the Republicans have got the Congress. Guess what? <laughs> They've done the same, mm. and the Democrats are saying, "Oh, you can't do that." And they say, "Hey." We Why know not? it's wrong. <laughs> we know it's wrong, but you did it, so we're going to do it too. Mm. And this is what the left is training the right how to act. Mm. And this canceling people and the, the economic boycott, that was started by the left a, a decade ago, mm. and they pushed it hard. Well, the right has all of a sudden, oh, guess what? They're doing exactly the same now. Mm. And so – be careful how you treat others because it's coming back to you what you do to others and that's that's playing out in in the u.s political scene big time at the moment yeah absolutely hey justin thank you so much for sharing with us this morning we're going to continue on with our show thanks for being a part of the faith fm family join our community on facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM